This is your host, Nisa Harris, and you are listening to Shomea Ve'ona Tehillim and Other Hebrew Text Podcast, Episode 24. The following is the recitation of Psalm 20, a.k.a. Perik or Mizmor Chaf. After the recitation, stay tuned to hear more about this Mizmor. Psalm 20 Lamnatseach Mizmor le David Ya'ancha Adonai Biyom Tsara Yisagevcha Shem Elokhe Yaakov Yishlach Ezracha Mikodesh Umitzion Yisadecha Yizkor Kol Minchotecha Veolatcha Yidashne Sela Yitain Lecha Kil Vavecha Vechol Atsatcha Yimalei Niranana Bishuatecha Ubishem Elohenu Nigdol Yemale Adonai Kol Mish Alotecha Ataya Dati Ki Hoshia Adonai Mishicho Yaanehu Mishme Kacho Bigvurot Yesha Yemino Ele Barachev, Veele Basusim, Veanachnu, Beshem Adonai Eloheinu, Nazkir, Hema Karu, Vinafalu, Veanachnu, Kamnu, Vinit Odad, Adonai Hoshia, Hamelech Ya'anenu Viyom Karenu Psalm 20 is known to be recited during the morning prayer when supplications of distress are said and also is customarily said when a woman is in labor. There are differing opinions as to whether David Amelech said this when he himself was going into battle or when he sent his general and army and remained in Israel to pray for their victory, or when he was almost slain by Yivshi, a plishti giant. In any case, the second verse of the psalm lets you know that this was said and should be said, biyom tzara, on a day of distress or pain. We spoke in Psalm 17 about what holistic prayer looks like, where you are introspecting and taking lessons for your relationship with God and others, etc. But prayer, when you call out in a moment of crisis, has some differences. I'll give you an example of a patient of mine this past week, and it honestly took me everything not to cry in front of him after assessing him. And I couldn't fully understand why um, until going through this Ms. Moore. This single, living alone, 80-year-old, soft-spoken veteran called in 
and he explained that he had fallen a month ago, and his dominant arm felt paralyzed since. But he called in at that point and assumed that no patients were being seen due to COVID, so he didn't try again after a missed call back. I told him to come in the same day to be evaluated, already worried what I might find. And while assessing him, I noted that mentally he was fully with it. And he showed me how he had hardly any use of his right arm to the point where he had to use his left arm to pick up his right arm in order to put in his eye drops, wincing in pain while demonstrating this to me. He then went on to mention that he had had five episodes of an odd phenomenon in the past six weeks where he would be in bed and his entire right side would be completely paralyzed for five to six hours. When I managed to muster up the question without concern of crying to ask why he didn't call someone for help, notify the primary care provider, call an ambulance, he simply answered, I just didn't. For those of you who are not aware, this is a pretty good indication that this patient was having transient mini-strokes, which, if left untreated, can ultimately be detrimental. After I read this psalm, I recognized what a gift it is to be able to have this concept of prayer in times of distress. Rabbi Dr. Eliezer Berkowitz puts it well when he said, to pour out one's heart before God means simply to tell God about one's troubles. To pray means to make God the confidant of one's sorrows and needs. The asking and begging are natural enough, but they are secondary of secondary importance. Nachmanides sees prayer as a function of the eight sarah, or time of distress, as it inspires a reliance on Hashem. My husband, Rabbi Mordechai Harris, pointed out that when we wake up in the morning, we say moda'ani because we are grateful that Hashem returned our soul. How? Bechem la Rabba emunatecha, as a manifestation of the trust that He places in us that we can make our day valuable. Through Hashem's confidence in us, we are given another day of hope. Hope that if he believes in me, then of course I can believe in myself, that there is a reason that I am still here and still alive, that I have some sort of value not fulfilled that needs me to live another day. As we were created in Hash the, the image of God and meant to carry out whatever cog-in-the-wheel role we mentioned last week in the bigger scheme of things, and we may, may, we may not even know what that moment or roles are. He also pointed out that the word tefillah is a reflexive word, meant to remind us that three times a day at least, we review with ourselves what our values are, what our mantra for living is, and how we will include or affect others with this. At the end of the psalm, in uh, it says in Pasuk 8 and 9, but we, in the name of Hashem, our God, call out. They slumped and fell, but we rose invigorated. So while prayer in general provides us the opportunity to remind us of our responsibilities and connections towards ourselves, others, and God, 
Rev. Avram Weiss points out that it also is the time to learn a little bit of humility, to recognize that we can't do it all. I did, in fact, go sobbing to my husband with regards to this encounter with my patient, but this is not something I feel I, I need to do often. It was a buildup of emotions after witnessing a pattern time and again with my patients, this and other people. This time, the occurrence was a distilled example of all those that are lacking the ability to recognize that they have self-worth and value enough to not simply allow themselves to suffer through a time of distress. And instead, they do have the ability to learn how to rely on someone, anyone else, because ultimately, none of us can do it all. And humbly relying on others and Hashem to help can actually be what reinvigorates and helps us get through stronger. May we be able to recognize the times that we need to reach out to others for help, be able to humbly act on this, and become stronger, better, and more connected as a result. The recitation and learning for this episode is for the continued refuah shalema and clarity for Tova Bat Esther. Please stay tuned until after this quick break. that you would like to sponsor or if you have any questions please email me at nurseNisa1 N-U-R-S-E-N-I-S-A the number one at gmail.com also don't forget to join the Facebook group to be aware of upcoming episodes please subscribe and share thank you for joining okay.